All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Rolling with the Barons, episode 14. I am uh, your host, head coach, Roland Woods of the Brooklyn Barons. Uh, the Brooklyn Barons are with the Relocation Football League. You can find out more about us at uh, www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right, that'll also link you to all of our uh, social medias. Uh, you can follow our games on YouTube uh, at Relocation Football League. All right, uh, you can also follow the Barons uh, on Twitter and on IG at Barons RFL. All right. Y'all already know why I'm here. We are here to talk about our recent win against the Columbus Explorers. All right. We're going to start with the press conference, as we always do. So I'm heading to the Discord right now. I was supposed to record this last night, but I was so hyped. I was so hyped. I started rewatching the game. Like, usually, all right, as a coach, this is my usual routine after a game. I usually watch every game at least five times. I watch it after the live, after the first live. All right, I watch it one time just to, like, really just watch the game. Because when I'm watching it, like, in the stream, I'm, I'm watching it more so, like, as a coach, as a fan, but my focus is, like, the win. Like, I may notice certain things, but my focus is, like, the win. I'm in I'm in the game. Like, I'm watching it like how everybody else is watching it. All right, the next time after that, I kind of watch it, like, to go back, whether we were winning or whether we were losing. I go back and rewatch and just see which plays that I kept seeing that were consistent, that were consistent, that, okay, this is working, this is working, why is this working, why is this working? Whether it's offense or defense, if I keep saying, okay, uh, we keep running these kind of routes. This person keeps getting open. Okay, how can we utilize that next time when we play a team like this? All right, or I look over here. Okay, they keep throwing over here. Why do they keep throwing over here? Blase, blase. All right, now, after that, I watch it two times for the offense. And in these two times, I'm watching every part of the field, like or every part of the offense. I really don't even watch the defense that part is like more so of a show it's just more so me thinking about of what the offense just did and how we could fix that but i'm watching i'm watching the line every play i'm watching the quarterback i'm watching how he drops back like this is the part where now like rewind the game like that, the first two times i'm not rewinding the game i'm just watching it through to see what i pick up see what i see what stands out see what i need to work on or or as a coach like with the team like what what's messing up but once i go back into reviewing like the play by play I, I do that twice. I do it twice for the offense, and then I go back and I do it twice for the defense. So in that process of doing that, because originally I just wanted to hop on the podcast. I was so hyped and just start talking. But, no, I wanted to really go back and review the game. And in that process, I ended up falling asleep. But woke up. I finished watching it a little bit more this morning. Uh, and now I'm going to drop. Now, Well, I'm going to drop it. I plan to drop it this morning anyway, but now it's going to be – I guess you could say more alive than it would have been if I would have did it last night. All right. But with that, now we're going to move to the uh, to the press conference. So let me get here. All right. Boom. Our first question comes from uh, from uh, Mitchie Boy. Shout out to Mitchie Boy, uh, head coach of the Portland Snowhawks, another great team in this league if you're uh, new to the RFL. All right. Uh, his questions are thoughts on JJ. Uh, that's uh, wide receiver Joe Johnson. Uh Great, great, great game. It's a game that we've been longing to see from Joe Johnson. Not only this year, but last year as well. Uh, we lost him to injury for a large part of the season, and then it was just a matter of getting him comfortable because I do feel like, well, well I'll, I'll talk about different examples during the game, but I do feel like he is a guy that, even though he is known to be an outside receiver, he's a guy who can dominate inside as well and I think he displayed that for us today uh we found ways to move him around in certain situations uh because the benefit of having him when we go down to our base set 
or when we bring the fullback in or we go too tight in is a Amari is a guy that we really want to keep on the outside and we run a lot of formations where we can bring JJ well we uh, double our receivers up so JJ will move into the slot so we can use his talents there as well and then still swap him back out on the outside when we go three wide and bring in someone like Trent all right so We've been working really hard to get J.J. in position. Uh, we felt like he's had many, many opportunities to really stand out. It's just been a matter of the connection between him and Brinker. And today it was just lights out, and J.J. came to play. Uh, he's had a history of coming to play against Chamberlain. I I don't know what it is about him. and it's Something brings the animal out of him, and today he was an animal. He was an animal. Jump man, that's what I call him. You see, he got on the Jays. Uh, him and Caleb, him and Caleb both got on uh, the Jump Man Jays. Uh, let me tell you, I love JJ, man. I love JJ. Uh, he's somebody who I want to see get the accolades that he deserves. Like he, he's a fan favorite throughout the RFL, but I really want to solidify him as one of the best receivers uh, in this league. And I know it's going to be troublesome. Well, I don't want to say troublesome. I'll just say it'll be difficult. Uh, with our playbook or the perception of our playbook, but we have the means to do it. We we have the means to do it. He has the means to be that guy, and he came out with more 100-plus yards today. Our number one receiver, when we needed him, he, he, he put it down. It's a tough matchup. We know going into Columbus, the talent at the cornerback position with uh, Chamberlain, with uh, Dockett, and with... Uh, but Baines, like, we know, like, that's the big reason why we went and got training. Like, we, we know what we're facing when we face the Explorers. And just to see him go out there and dominate, like, it was great. It, it was great for him and for us, like, for now, for tonight, and uh, for the future. So, that's, that's my thoughts on JJ. Outstanding game. Outstanding game. All right. Uh, now we're going to go to Frankie. He says, uh, do you, hey, yo. he says, do you think, or yeah, do you think it was mean to one to keep wanting Bradley to throw the ball so you could break the interception record at the Explorer's expense? Uh, honestly, I'm going a, I'm to a be real. No, no. And this is why. All right. One, the big, the biggest reason, I'm going to start from the biggest reasons and then I'm going to work down the list. All right. I'm sorry if some of these reasons are petty, but. I'm a petty guy. Even his first reason in his own is is petty. But it is what it is, okay? When I picked this team up, when I became the coach of the Brooklyn Barons, all right, the overall for our defense was 67. We were a 67 overall defense. And over these past two seasons, or these past two off seasons I've had to work with this team. We are now, I want to say at 81. And after the performance, the performance we just had, we should take a jump. We definitely want to have some upgrades. But I'm just proud of the work that's been put in and just to see it all come together. Especially because the history of this team and another big reason why I wanted them, knowing that I could build this defense, is the history of this team is Anybody could just walk in here and put up however many points they wanted to. Like, it was going to just be up to the offense to try to keep up with you. Like, the defense is what the defense is, and people were just going to be putting up 400 points every day. No. No. All right. Now that I'm here, all of that is over. Like, all of that, all that 8-8 eight and eight is over. All that you can just come and play with us is over. Like, I've been saying it, but I know everybody's going, oh, it's the NFL game. Oh, it's just the Tigers. But right now, right now, we lead the league in points per game. Like, you're not scoring on us. We're not just giving you points. We're not doing that. All right? We're not doing that. Like, that's our goal. No. Nah. Nah, bro. Nah. You're not doing that. All right? So, to see that come out today and see us, one, finally get these turnovers, because we've been dying. We've been dying to get turnovers. It started like we were forcing them, but we weren't recovering them. And then it got to like we were just missing them. But today, it just kind of just popped out. We got the turnovers we were looking for. We got the turnovers that we have been searching for. And then even with that, 
even with that, it's not. Listen, it's not in our control if they decide to come out and throw it. They could have ran the clock out. Like, if it was different and we were going for the touchdown record and I went out there and just kept trying to throw it so we can put up nine touchdowns in the game, yeah, that's mean. That's mean. You feel me? Disrespectful or not. But if they come out and we're trying to break the interception record and they decide to throw it and we get it, hey, hey. That's out of our control. But now we have a record, a defensive record. Like all of the Barons' records have just been Jack Winkler and uh, Patrick Bain getting a whole bunch of yards. And like now we have a defensive record. And they say that defense wins championships. And we're trying to bring a championship defense to Brooklyn. We're trying to bring the trophy to Brooklyn. Reload bowl or bust. And I wanted this game to be more of a statement. I didn't expect it to get this way, but I'm glad that it did. Because people are going to look at this game, and even though they may say, hey, it was the backup QB. And me and Bill already discussed this. I told him, like, I'm not even really taking this. Like, a win is a win. All right. But when we, as far as our battle, like, I want to see Worrell. Like, I told him that as soon as the injury happened. I want to see Worrell. So, week 17, if, uh, knock on wood, everybody's good. Like, that's going to be, or in the playoffs, that's going to be the game that that really displays everything. But just as far as the league, with this game, the perception of this game, because I know I've just been playing the Tigers, and I've been telling everybody to stop sleeping on the Tigers. Even though I did lose to the Tigers, I didn't. Tigers ain't putting up points to me like they putting up points to everybody else. And y'all not really stopping them. Y'all not really stopping them. Everybody look at me and say, oh, yeah, Madden just keep running all over you. Madden's going to run over everybody. Everybody. And it's looking like he's going to run over me the least. Hey, I'm just saying. That's what it's looking like. But uh, this display from this defense uh, our performance today, it's just stop sleeping on us. Just like stop sleeping on the tires, stop sleeping on us too. Like, if you come in here playing with us, it's not going to go well for you. It's not going to go well for you. And we got two we got two hard, harder games coming up. Like, no disrespect to uh, the Explorers. I'm only saying this because they don't have their, they don't have a row. So, like, I'm with LC3 next and then Hall on the Desperados, the Desperados were looking wild. Uh, not how we expect them to look. Like we got, and then the CPU, the way the CPU's been scheming. Huh, we we got a handful with these next two games. We got a handful with these next two games. So it's very very good to get this win. It was very very good, and I have that performance, the break a record. Like it was just a feel good game, especially off of the losses that we just had, and it's a division game too, man. It's like all is fair in love and war, man. Like, I, there's no disrespect. It's just, hey, our defense is for real. Stop playing with us. Y'all going to see. Y'all going to see. Our defense is for real. All right. Now we're going to move on to, uh, we're going to move on to, uh, Chrome. He has two questions. Uh, the first question is, how do you feel about your offense's performance tonight? Uh, man, I'm, I'm so happy that we could finally get things moving and get things going in the right direction. Uh, we just been trying things. Maybe we were just too experimental, even though I feel like those things will work. But now that we're getting down into the nitty gritty of things, uh, it's time to just, I guess you could say, do what we do best, man. Do what we do best. So we're coming out here with a mindset. Uh, how things can work. I really like how things have looked. Uh, it's going to be about keeping those things uh, consistent and having a backup plan to counter what uh, has been working because eventually teams are going to find a way to stop what we're doing. And I'm trying to, as a coach, think of ways to stay one step ahead, but I don't want that to end up making me one step ahead of myself. All right, but today we put it all together. We had Kenny running in uh, unison uh, with the line. Uh, we're going. We've we've noticed. I, I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna just be open, and y'all just gotta stop it. I don't care. We've noticed that uh, 
our line has been more successful in uh, zone situations than power situations. So uh, we've been trying to uh, just open it up more so Kenny can pick where he's going instead of us picking it uh, at the line of scrimmage. All right, uh, I think that's one of the things that holds uh, him back is when we force him to follow uh, the blockers. Because Kenny, Kenny has some of the best bar carrier vision in the, in, in the league. So we put him at his best to let him diagnose what's best for him to do, and you go ahead and do it. Like That's how I want people to treat me. Hey, just let me be great. All right, let me be great. We're just going to let Kenny be great. We're going to hand him the ball. And what he does from there, it's all up to him. We're not, we're not, we're not telling him where to go. You go where you want to go, bro. This your team, all right. And doing that work for us uh, this week is something that we emphasize. We we emphasize going in uh, with our game plan to run the ball with Kenny. Uh, it may not have looked like it. Uh, we, I feel like that'd be the best way to keep us balanced with the scheme in which I used to attack. Uh, and I think it worked out very well for us today. Uh, I also wanted to try to keep uh, Brinker limited on his read options. Uh, I try to do this every week uh, just because Brinker is, well, Brinker being pass first makes it more opportunistic for us in the read option because the defensive ends are more like, or the linebackers are more likely to read him as a passer. So on those read options, that's why you'll see usually when Brinker gets off on those read options, there's like three or four people following Kenny from that side. Like they don't pay Brinker any mind. And by the time they really realize it, depending on the athleticism of that guy, by the time they really realize it, Brinker is gone. Like if we can, we're, we've been trying to work with Brinker or uh, his mobility a little bit behind the scenes. Like, if we get him just a little bit better on them edges, Brinker would be a solid guy. He might be up there in the, in the I don't want to say he's going to be Jabree Jackson, but he'll be a guy when you come and play, it's be like, we have to worry about Brinker running. And so that was good. And then to see him finally being consistent on his passes, uh, Bain having another great strong force, continue to be consistent. We've been trying our best to keep him involved because he is a Hall of Famer. We could run this offense through him. So it's it's not like there's no reason for him to be having one catch game, two catch games. Uh, this week, uh, Amari wasn't as... Uh, he wasn't as productive as we would like, but when you face the talent of corners that we were facing today, that's what's expected. Uh, he is also a guy who's good in those contested situations as well. But uh, when you have a guy like Joe Johnson on the other side, it's hard not to attack that. Uh, we did expect a little more from Trannon, uh, him being a vet facing the younger corner in Bain, uh, or Baines, but uh, he, he was still good. Guys, a couple catches when we needed him. Uh, and he had some, uh, he had some decent blocks that, uh, helped on some of those reoptions. He had some decent blocks to help on some of those reoptions. All right. Uh, then the second question is also, how do you feel about your defense making our favorite history with those interceptions? See, exactly. I wish I would have read this before I went off on our earlier rant. Exactly. Like, cause with Crone, Patrick McCrones, man, Patrick McCrones, with him being like a guy who's been here since the beginning and just knowing the reputations of the Baron, like, bro, I am so hyped. I am so hyped for us to have a defensive record, bro. I am so hyped. And I just want this to be the beginning. Like, I want it to be established. Like, we are a top defense in this league like when you think of the nrc north you think defense and you think thunderbirds defense you think explorers defense the tigers have been showing you should think about their defense and you bet not forget about gorilla game bro barons bro don't sleep on us do not sleep on us all right all right so that's that's for the press conference i'm hyped i'm hyped you can probably tell i don't care i'm hyped I'm hyped. This was a big win for us. This was a big, big, big win for us. All right. So now, now I'm going to just go ahead and uh, do my review of the game. All right. So first, we're going to start with uh, 
we got to start with defense, man. We we got to start with it. Because that's how it started. First play of the game, we had our man Heyday, Hayden Harold setting the tone. And as I said in our earlier podcast, like, I felt like the addition of Ethan King was going to make everyone around him better because it was going to allow everybody else to play in their comfort zone. And having a Hayden Harold, he doesn't have to do anything but roam around, bro. Just roam around. Feel what you feel. You're the vet. Feel what you feel, where you think it's going, all right? And when we need him, he's there. When we need him, he's there. It doesn't matter if it's a run play, a pass play. They're going deep. They're going short. You're going to see 43 in the area. You're going to see 43 in the area. All right? And if you're a QB, you probably shouldn't throw it over there. You probably shouldn't throw it over there. It was like last year, it was a lot easier to just test us because we didn't have we didn't have all the pieces we need. And I know, like, it might only look like one or two guys, but Ethan King has made Hayden Harold such a, a such a better safety, and I think it would allow him to get the recognition that he deserves because he's an X factor, bro. He's like a 90, 92 X factor. Like Hayden Harold is nice out here, but he doesn't get none of that love because he just hasn't been able to put on the performance that uh, he's needed to put on, but. I feel like now this season is going to this is going to be a big season for him. I think it'll be be a big season uh, for King as well. Since we're talking about the safety room, I mean, King was excellent down in the box. Like when when we have our guys where we want them, you're going to see over these next because for what I want to try for these next two games, uh, with them being uh, CPU, I'm going to talk about that on a future podcast. What I want to do. Uh, for these games, I think I'll still drop another podcast because I want to do some review on the Thunderbirds still. But since they're CPU, I do want to actually talk about how I'm going to attack just for the fans to get a better understanding of, uh, I guess, one, what I'm doing, but two, like if you want to be a coach one day in this league, just get a better understanding of what coaches actually think about. Uh, it's one of the things that I'm trying to work on with uh, Nick. Uh, getting an understanding of the schemes, like he knows, like he's very good at picking like which schemes go with uh, which team as far as how you want to attack. And then it's like me just working with him on okay now. If you game plan this way, this is how this is going to affect that. So things like that, uh, things that we're working on, and things that I want to continue to uh, to teach. But anyway, Ethan King, another. Uh, I think he's going to be in the running for defensive player of the year. Him and Heyday. Heyday might, might might take his uh, shine. But uh, Ethan King, money bags. Money bags, as me and Mitchie be calling them. Uh, money bags. Making money plays, man. Uh, a key pick six. Uh, a lot of key tackles. Uh, he, he's, he's making those big hits. He's making those big hits. We just got to work on getting uh, jarring that ball loose, man. Drawing the ball loose, uh, but we're getting there, man. We're getting there, but he's looked great. He's looked outstanding. Uh, Tristan, uh, Trenton Christian came in, uh, got him a pick later in the game. Uh, he's he's been looking good in that uh in that deep uh strong safety role. We really love how he plays back there. Uh, him and uh him and Dada have become a great team. Him and Dada have become a great team. Uh, as far as their uh, high-low coverage, a lot of times when we have Dada playing uh, high and our uh, cover three, we have uh, Christian playing low. And just how their swaps have been going, like off the off the receivers, the tight ends, like just they've been playing really well. And Dada also has been having great chemistry with uh, Hayden Harrell, as you've seen on uh, the tip ball. Uh, like when we go three deep and it's Dada, Sparks, and uh, Harrell, uh, Dada and Harold have really, really good chemistry. And Sparks has been really a, a one-man army for real. Like, Harmon Richardson, who, like, that's how I'm feeling right now. It's like, I feel like we made that swap at the best time. Like, one thing that I've learned from my mistakes last year is you can't really be holding on to swaps. Uh, if you feel like the move, if you feel it in your gut, the move should be made, make the move. All right, just like... uh. 
But not just like what we'll talk about on uh, what we'll talk about when we get uh to the offense. There was a, there was an offensive move that I was holding on to in my gut. I was holding on to it in my gut, but then at the end, I went with what my gut said, and it it worked out for us. All right, but. Going back to our defense, Sean Sean Dada has looked outstanding in replacement of Harmon Richardson, and I think he will continue to grow. And as I said in the previous cast, like Sparks and Dada will become one of the best cornerback duos in this league. They may be underrated, but I'm trying to tell y'all something good. All right, I'm trying to tell y'all something good. Sparks out there, one man army. We gotta find, we gotta find like a, a Sparks Island. We gonna find a, we gonna find a nickname. We gonna find something for him. So that's what we can do. Somebody help me find a nickname for Sparks. Like somebody help me find a nickname for Sparks, man. He's been pun in, pun intended. He's been electrifying, man. He has been electrifying. It's like I don't. Stop throwing it over there, bro. Like, don't do that to yourself. Like, don't do that to yourself. Like, we just believe, especially after today's performance, and I know that, I know Bill is going to come back with a vengeance. I know he is. I, I know he is. But, hey, right now, I still feel like we can put Damari Sparks on any number one wide receiver in the RFL, in this league, both sides, all of y'all, and he is going to hold him down. Like, Reynolds, it's a wrap. Tinfoil, pack it up, take it home, leftovers. You feel me? Just know. And he displayed that today. And one of the biggest one of the biggest plays that stands out with me with Sparks is he had just had the play where uh Ferrazzi had uh just got that pass. Like it was a great pass by Bradley. And he caught it, good ball placement, nothing Sparks would do but make the tackle. And I was like, man, in my mind I'm just saying they better stop playing with my man's like stop playing with my man's like that. Next play, what does he do? He plays with my man's like that. And what happens? pick six like i just i just felt it i just felt sparks is that guy man sparks is that guy man all right uh defense uh defensive line uh oh no we're not we're gonna we're gonna go back to the linebackers we made some changes on linebackers this week uh we took uh cody tatum out all right we took tatum out we put him back on the bench i didn't like how he was moving he's a younger guy we can just get him some xp off these dubs for real and kind of build him up and see what he can do later uh, we moved Damian Parks into the middle linebacker two spot. And then uh, we put Telvin Anderson. Oh, no. We put Kit Morrison on the left and put Telvin Anderson on the right. Just because we knew going against someone like Banjo, we wanted to make sure we had somebody with a little bit of speed. Like, I know uh, the rushes switch back and forth as far as left uh, left outside linebacker, right outside linebacker, who's going to be at the pass first or sometimes it's both. Uh, but we just wanted to make sure that on the tight end side, we have somebody who can consistently keep up with uh, my man Banjo, just in case he was getting loose. He was somebody that we were really worried about. Like, I know people just kind of look at the Explorers uh, receivers as C.J. Robinson and some guys. But one of them guys is uh, Banjo. Uh, and uh, he's more than just one of them guys. So he's definitely somebody you got to look out for. All right. So I think... Uh, that switch was key, and I think uh, Juan Crosby did a good job of uh, holding him down as well, that we didn't have a really big, big game from uh, Banjo, because I really expected him to come out and maybe, I don't want to say we would have gave him 100, but like if he would have came out and had like 12 catches or something like that, I wouldn't have been shocked. I wouldn't have been shocked. I just felt like he was going to be more of a uh, go-to guy. All right, but hey, it is what it is. It worked out for us. All right, and then uh, lastly, when I'm still talking about linebackers, I can kind of move it down uh, to the uh, line because I want to talk about the pass rush and stuff. Uh, one thing that I've noticed about this next gen is pressure. 
pressure, 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 pressure. It's not so much getting the sacks. Like uh, on PS4, like getting the sacks was key, and it was probably why they would let you get so many. What I'm noticing on this game is how much pressure just affects the game. I guess because quarterbacks are going to get the ball off and it's going to be harder to get sacks, the pressure, the range from where the pressure really starts affecting the quarterback has made a really, really big difference. And I'm starting to scheme more towards that and seeing that, this week kind of made me feel like that's the reason why Bradley forced so many passes. All right. It's something I'm going to keep working with, like, throughout the weeks. Uh, just personally me, it's just something I want to keep working with uh, throughout the week to see if we can still get that same kind of uh, results as far as uh, forcing more errant passes because I've noticed there's been a lot of – there's a lot of throwaways. There's a lot of throwaways. All right. But you get more errant passes with the uh, – with, if you can get there with the quicker pressure, like the guy is open, but like it's still quick pressure. Like if there's nobody open and you get the pressure, of course you're just gonna throw it away. All right, but it's just it's something. I don't know how to really put it in the words, but I feel like today uh, today was a good part of us putting it into action, uh, especially against the caliber of offensive line the Explorers have. Like, do not sleep on the Explorers' offensive line, bro. At all, it might be the best for real. So generating that kind of pressure i don't i think we might have got what maybe two sacks i don't know but pressure was key pressure is very very key uh i would advise for a lot of the coaches especially the defensive minded coaches to really just go back and sit and watch the pressure watch the pressure it may not result in sacks it may not even result into an incompletion but just watch the pressure see who's getting the beat the best beat on your team right now and kind of scheme around that all right so hey i might have helped everybody so you can't say i just helped one person you feel me use that how how you will all right you say how you will all right, so, but still talking about that, I think uh, Trisha Van Rie and Cheeseburger did a great job of getting pressure for us. Uh, Cheeseburger has just been just short so many times, but he's always been around the QB, around the ball when players are being made, and that's why he was there to get that uh, formal recovery, which is key. Uh, Kit Morrison has been doing a great job of uh, getting to, getting in the backfield, and uh, when he gets in the backfield, man, he's been kind of, He's been forcing turnovers, really. He's been he's been getting the strips. And if we can keep that going, even though I usually look at uh, Kit Morrison as more of a hitter. I know me and uh, Mitchie's are going back and forth about that. Like, right now, he's kind of been the strip specialist. And if we can get him a, uh, a superstar upgrade, for real, if he can get an upgrade and that's what he's going to get, then, hey, he's fitting the description right now. He's definitely fitting the description right now. So hopefully we can keep that up. Uh, that's a little good. Uh, Yates. Yates was, he was okay. He was up and down. Uh, we're going to take another look at him to see how we can utilize him better. Uh, we also understand the caliber of offensive linemen that uh, the Explorers have. There are a lot of times where guys who most guys would double team, the Explorers were easily single teaming them. So I understand, like, you win some, you lose some, so we're not going to take it too hard. Uh, he's still our captain, and again, I'm going to watch the tape again. Uh, well, after I watch this Thunderbirds, I might watch it one more time and then get on this Thunderbirds tape because we got the game coming up. We got we got to get that, get that popping. We got to keep these wins coming. You feel me? So, uh, but yeah, as far as the run game, I'm not, again, again, I understand that we went with uh Past defense mindset, we felt like that's how teams may try to attack us, kind of spread us out, and then try to, I guess, gash us from there. And we've been handling the trying to spread us out. It's just the, the gash in us from there. And uh, today, I think it was easier for us to kind of shut down the run game because we were getting the offense off the field with turnovers. But there were times where holes were big and people made plays. I understand all the players get paid, so you're going to give up plays sometimes. But it's like I'm tired of giving up 100 yards rushing a game. I don't like that at all. Like, especially, like, if you was like us, like, your quarterback running, your running back running, your fullback running, like, and then y'all get 100 yards, that's cool. But if you just giving it to your running back and he just getting 100 yards, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. 
I feel like there's no reason for that. Why aren't we stopping him too? So it's just little by little we're going to find ways to incorporate that. We got to get that done, especially with us, some of the teams that we're facing coming up. So we'll see how that's going to go. We'll, we'll definitely see how that's going to go. Uh, but it's definitely something that we are working on. It's something that I'm thinking about. It's something I do not like. And it's killing my number one defense vibes because we're the number one defense. Like, we are the number one defense. I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. If you feel some type of way, come through. Like, bring your offense. We'll see what you got. Uh, I think we're the number one defense. The only one who can laugh at me right now is Forbes. But uh, I'm going to see you again, so I'm not worried about it right now. All right, we're the number one defense. And if we get this offense going, we're the number one team. I'm saying it. I know I might just be hype off this win, but even if I lost, I would probably come here and said that same thing. Nah, I would have been calling us the Pioneers again. Mad. <laughs> well, I don't care. We're the number one team. When we are running on all cylinders the way we are supposed to be running, we are the number one. We are going to the reload bowl. All right? We are going to put a capital B with a crown and reload bowl. All right? Now we're going to switch over to the offense since we're talking about capital Bs. All right, we're going to start with our guy, Ryan Brinker. All right, Ryan freaking Brinker. All right, it's about time, bro. It's about time. It's about time. It's about time. He looked good, man. He looked good. Make the read. Make the play. Most of the time... People were just open. And when they weren't open, he did a good job of putting the ball where it needed to be. It's kind of hard not to when it's Joe Johnson. But he was finding a way. <laughs> he was finding a way. But now he's doing a good job of ball placement. Hopefully we can keep that up. Uh, me and Nick been talking about some things, so we think we can kind of work around this realm. And this might be what we need to do to continue our success. It'll just be a man. It'll just be a matter of managing other things uh, around the scheme. Certain schemes open up certain things. Uh, they can all say power, but that don't mean they all gonna do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, working around that. Uh, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, working around that. Man, Brink looked good in this game. Brink looked really good in this game. Uh. As expected, uh, but we have run this game before, and he did not look as good. So, but then we do understand, like, nah, I'm not even going to give it that because we were still playing a good defense. It's just like today, he was just on his A game. Uh, the key now is going to be consistency because, let me tell you, I walked into this week thinking Brinker is one pick six away from this being the Caleb Brown show. Like, I sat with it all week. I sat with her all week. Like, I should just bench him. I should just bench him. I should just bench him. Now I was like, you know what? No. I'm going to let him get himself benched. My gut, my gut just kept saying, no, leave him in there, bro. Leave him in there. Do this. Put y'all sauce on it. Do what y'all do. And then if that doesn't work, nothing's going to work. You just go ahead and roll out and let KB take over. And we did what we had to do, and it looked good, man. It looked good. Uh, it's going to be about consistency going forward. Uh, luckily, the teams that we play next are both CPU. So it kind of helps us. We, I feel like we can get a little bit more. I don't want to say we can get a little bit more practice because we might not be able to use the scheme. I got to look at it a little more. And then we got to think about how we're going to game plan with it. But I think it's, this gives us a little bit more practice and time to work. Uh, it sucks that we lost the games that we lost already. We can't really afford to win. I mean, we really can't afford to lose any games, so we don't really have too much time to really be, quote-unquote, practicing, trying stuff. But, hey, man, especially not against the quality of players, uh, quality of teams that we play, even if they're CPU or not, because I don't want to end up in another Tigers fanasco. And I don't want to be fighting back and forth for this division, like, the T-Birds out here still being the T-Birds. The Explorers are still going to be the Explorers. It's like, I don't want to be out here in this division going down to the wire. Like, I want to hop out to the league. Like, I feel like I should be, like, three games up already. But, listen, I got to do better. The 
keep things in the right position this week. I was super annoying down to the last minute, and uh, it got things right. It got things right, all right? And Brinker looked good, all right? Kenny looked really, really good. Uh, just like uh, Mick said during the stream, we went back uh, listening to the podcast, and he was like, yeah, man, you just want to see him. We want to see him run out of the gun a little bit, and it's just like, yeah. That is when, regardless of Kenny's makeup, and the uh, quality uh, or style of runner that he is, like, he's just, he's good out of the gun, man. And, like, I don't want to say that he's not good, like, under center or out of, or, like, running between the tackles and all of that. But it's just something about, just give him some space, man. And we're just going to be working on different ways to get him in space. Uh, that's also something I'll be talking about on our next podcast. I'm going to drop two podcasts this week just because this is the game podcast, and I was just super hyped. But then we're also going to talk about uh, the changes that we're making in our upcoming game. All right, so uh, anyway, jumping back, uh, it's just something about Kenny running out of gun where he's very expect, uh, very effective. Uh, just give him some space and let him work. Uh, he Whether he wants to juke you or run through you, man, we just let him be great. And we're going to see how that rocks, man. We're going to see how that... Sometimes there's people who who walk the dog, and there's people who let the dog walk them. And uh, sometimes we just have to let Kenny walk us, man. Because he's definitely a dog, boy. He's definitely a dog. He's definitely a dog. All right. Then we go out to our offensive line. They look good. I don't think we gave up any sacks today. I don't think we gave up any sacks today. And that's a big difference from us just giving up three sacks. Uh last game uh me thinking i don't even know if trotter is the guy to just seeing the effort that he put in like there's ways that we can work with him uh as a coaching staff and as we continue to figure those out hopefully it leads to uh more growth and more uh unity between or yeah more unity between our whole offensive line so we can keep things looking good for uh kenny and keep protecting for bringer because bringer had good protection man bringer had a lot of time uh in the pocket where he really didn't have to force too many throws and that's probably why his accuracy was so good this week uh we'll see how it goes from week to week all right, then, uh, as you know, uh, I talked about Joe Johnson dominating performance, dominating performance. Uh, easily his best performance as a Baron. Easily his best performance as a Baron in the clutch game, we, um, clutch situation. We needed this game. Contested catches against one of the best cornerbacks, if not the best cornerback, at least in the NRC. Like, great, great performance. We're continue. We're going to continue to work to get uh, Manuel more involved. I think it was just a product of uh, him and Docket or being him and Docket are a good matchup athletically. Athletically, they're a very good matchup and a very entertaining show. And uh, we just say that this week Docket may have been the winner, uh, but again, we will face the Explorers again. Uh, not saying that might be the matchup. You never know what may happen, but just. For this week, we'll we'll get the dub to we'll get the dub to docket. We'll get the dub to docket. Uh, as far as in the slot, uh, training was cool. Uh, we also played uh, Bane a little bit in the slot as well. Uh, I think they both did a decent job uh, working against Bane when their opportunity was there. Uh, I think Bane just did a good opportunity getting those clutch uh, underneath to intermediate routes for us or catches for us that we needed. Uh, but he's always been good at that, uh, and he run run out the catches been key. We're definitely working on getting him uh, more involved in space. Uh, that's really the name of our game uh, going into these upcoming uh, weeks. Going as we go farther into the season and start to build our offensive identity, uh, just trying to get things. We, we I feel like we found the car we're going to drive, and we're going to see where it takes us, man. So uh, things are looking good. Things are looking good, and uh, we'll see if this continues. Uh, we still have time, a little bit, not too much, man, not too much, but we'll see how things go, man. We'll see how things go. Uh, special teams, man. Special teams. Oh, wait, before we go to special teams, shout out to Jackson Hunter with the nice catch. Uh, we're working on our uh, rotations because 
Hunter is somebody we definitely keep involved, even with the acquisition of uh, training. Uh, we're working on that. We want to keep our guys fresher for longer throughout the game. Uh, and we don't want to be, at the same time, we don't want to be going into the final minutes of the last quarter and it's all backups. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's just playing, tinkering around with the auto subs, man. Just tinkering around with the auto subs. But we will find a way to make it work and definitely looking to get him more action and keep uh, developing him. We definitely got to keep developing him. All right. Now, moving on to special teams. Uh, one of the big uh, switches we made on special teams was uh, bringing up uh, Tevin Freeman and making him our kick returner. He was somebody who I brought in. Uh, I had him doing a little punt return, a little kick return during the preseason, but uh, we originally brought in uh, Schofield to be our returner. And it's just something about Schofield hasn't really uh, excited me the way it was exciting me on the previous gen, I guess, or the previous Madden uh, going into this season. So uh, Freeman stood out to us. Uh, a little a little riskier. Uh, I like those guys. Like I know everybody's real key on awareness. I'm an awareness guy, but I'm an awareness guy differently than most people. Everybody just wants 99 awareness. Like, but I like to I like to dibble on that. Nobody's a genius. Like everybody want. Well, there's geniuses, so it wouldn't be a word. But everybody's not a genius. Like I don't want the genius guy. Like I just want. The innovator, the smart guy, the guy who's going to take the risk. Like, oh my, I don't have too many. It's it's all about position and where I need you to have awareness at. Like, with my QBs, I'm not really the biggest, like, 99 awareness guy. And, like, with my returners, I'm not a big awareness guy. I'm more big on the kick return because they're more, they're, they'll catch the ball. It'll be less months if they have a good kick return. But as far as like their awareness, like I don't really, I don't really want too high of an awareness or too low, but not too high of an awareness because guys will run. It's just a matter of when they fair catch it. Like if guys have like a step and they think they can get out, they'll take the chance to get out. And Freeman is one of those guys who I feel like for a younger guy has a good perception of when to take off and when not to. And I think he displayed that uh, on, on our uh, kickoff, on kick return today, uh, that he has the potential to uh, really be an electrifying guy for us. And uh, I think he could break one this season. I wouldn't be surprised if he ran one in for a touchdown. Uh, I just like the way I like the way he plays, man. I like the way he plays, and he's somebody that we're we're definitely want to hold on for the future. We're trying to get him any kind of growth that we can. Uh, we're we're even consider considering working him into uh, the rotation as far as the start uh, the starting slot. We might put him in behind uh, Ricky Training. Right now we have uh, right now I think we have JJ right there. Just. I just like the way J.J. moves out of the slot, and it makes it easier for us to bring Hunter in because I like the way Hunter plays on the outside uh, against those caliber of uh, those type of corners as opposed to how he plays on the insides against slots. Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, he's more of a jump ball guy, and I guess it gives him more space and opportunity doing those jump balls on the outside. And especially with this new gen, that's something that we definitely want to utilize. So we'll see how that goes. Uh in the future, but right now we're just having our uh, Ricky training. Uh, we've been keeping JJ outside, so now it's just more of a stamina thing and getting those auto subs right. We keep working with them every week. We keep working with them every week. I peep when they work or when the changes are made. Everybody else might not peep them as much, but we're still working with them. We're still working with them. All right, so uh, Freeman looked really good on our uh, kick returns. We're thinking about moving him to punt return. Uh, Punt returns just been kind of, and eh, we just haven't. I don't know if we haven't faced the right punter to get us the opportunity to really, to really have some runbacks, or if they're just purposely not giving us runbacks. I mean, oh, obviously the idea is to purposely not giving give us runbacks, but it's just been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fair catches or a lot, a lot of hit as soon as you catch it, and it's just kind of like. Eh. So we threw Troy back there to see if he could open something up. And we also wanted to get a look at him uh, running on the field. Uh, he did get a couple carries today, which was good, uh, just to see how he's going to be moving on the next gen. And he's looking promising. It looks like he's going to be the same old self and keep it shaking. So uh, as we 
as we slowly move down the season, you'll see a little bit more of Troy popping up. Uh, we wanted to get Kenny established first, so we definitely want to make sure that this is going to be a consistent thing and not just right now. But you definitely see more Troy. But we got him back on punt return right now, trying to just get him in space, see how he moves, see how he's rocking. Uh, as far as our kicker, uh, Brewer, Brewers, Brewer, uh, solid guy, solid kicker. Keeping it funky. We're trying to keep him out of uh, difficult situations. We don't want to kick him 59 yarders, but if there's a 52 with the game on the line, we feel like we can count on them. Uh, I guess depending on his way to, I guess 52 into the win and like 56 with it, depending on the win. Uh, Y'all know what I mean. He's a solid guy. We can make it work with him. We can win it with him. Uh, just trying to keep him in uh, reasonable situations. And so far, so good. And then uh, lastly, my man, Kevin Morse. Uh, a guy who I think will become a very, very, very solid punter in this league. A very, very good guy. Young. Hopefully, we can keep him until he's 34. Uh, and just watch the growth. Just watch the growth, but uh, an outstanding game from him. I think he had a uh, good ball placement. We did have a one month, but he was still able to get the uh, the ball out clearly. No rush, good protection for our punter. Uh, I don't even think there were any threats of a block this week. Uh, so that's good. That's good. That's always good. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for my game review segment. Uh Man, I'm going to come back in a couple of days with a review of one, if we make any uh, changes at the halfway point. Uh, coaches are allowed to make some changes, so we'll talk about if we do those. Well, we are doing some, so we're talking about what we're doing and why we decided to do those. And then next, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk more in depth about what we plan to do in our next game against the uh, Toronto Thunderbirds, another in our mind must-win game. We can't let we can't let uh, the hype from this game like keep us from being focused on what's up next. Like, all right, we won. On to the next game. At least for the coach, the players, you be excited. Uh, but my mindset is already on to the next game, and how can we keep this going? So how can we attack these guys? Uh, going back and watch the tapes, how did people attack them, things like that. And I guess I'll come back and tell you uh, what I come up with on on uh, that. So we're going to have a two-pod a two pod week. We're going to have a two-pod week. Uh, should be loads, loads of fun. All right? Loads of fun. All right, but listen, man. I'm hyped, but I got to go to work for real, which is going to kind of kill the hype. But right now, I'm big hype. I'm I'm super hype. Barron's looking good right now, man. Uh, we're on the high. We needed this win. We needed, needed, needed this win. Uh, and we, we got into the history books, man. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that at all, but it's great, man. It's great. It's great. I feel... I feel ecstatic, man. I feel ecstatic. All right. But as you know, protect the crown. All right. Earn your stripes. All right. Gorilla Gang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. And Bomb Squad, baby. All right. Go Barons. We out.